Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Save big money on everything. Now at Menards. Make quick work of your outdoor cleaning project with Master Force Outdoor and Landscaping Tools. The 80-volt cordless trimmer is powerful, efficient, and hassle-free. So you spend less time working on your yard and more time enjoying the results. On sale now through May 19th. Check out our wide selection of Master Force tools and see the rest of our deals on Menards.com. Save big money at Gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Brian Kelly and the LSU coaching staff, offensive philosophy at LSU, more revealed. Now, <laughs> like a dummy, right before we came on, I forgot the young man's name from South Carolina. You guys in the chat will have to help me but documented his entire recruiting uh, uh, our official visit. We're not going to so much spin on the recruit or the recruiting visit, but more on Brian Kelly and the offensive philosophy and what we're learning from Brian Kelly and the staff about what they're doing in recruiting, transfer portal, and let's break down what LSU's actually doing on the football field. It's going to be really fun. Really, really, really fun. Um, Want to go spread. Want to go complete spread. Marky Anderson. Okay, thank you, Pooh Bear. Pooh Bear's back with us. Uh, Zach is Zach is not going to be joining us this week. He has to do... Do you remember the movie Coach Carter with Samuel L. Jackson? 
You remember when Mr. Cruz had to do all those push-ups, sit-ups, and all that? Before Zach can return, he owes me a thousand push-ups, a thousand sit-ups, and a thousand Cajun suicides. So we'll see Zach next week. Hopefully, <laughs> I'm just joking. He's off for the week. I'm just I'm just playing around. But Pooh Bear is joining us. We will talk about a recruiting update, football and baseball. Uh, LSU baseball had a big time recruit in the portal from Vanderbilt today on campus. I think that we kind of broke the news, and then Christian Little posted it on Instagram. I think that I feel confident about it. I don't know which way this will swing in this recruitment, but we'll talk on football recruiting. We'll talk on some baseball recruiting. We'll get to all of your recruiting questions, and if you have one, just fire them inside of the Rudy Crew chat. LSU's new shortstop that, that Coach Jay Johnson and company just got out of the transfer portal Jack Pineda from Baylor joins us at 7.30. I think that his story is extremely unique and that one that every LSU fan is going to want to hear and listen to everything that he's got to say, what Coach Jay Johnson told him in recruiting, and the special connection he may have with a former LSU legend. We'll, we'll look forward and we look forward to talking to Jack in about 24 minutes or so and then as we do every Tuesday and Thursday hashtag ask Blake you have a question fire them inside the Rudy Crew chat we try to get to as many of them as we can throughout the night and after the show tonight uh, in Believe in Saints you see the new hat Believe in Saints yeah I already got a little bit of a stain on the Believe hat but after the show at 8:15, we'll do the Believe in Saints show with Terrence Copper and former Saints legend and great wide receiver Lance Moore will be joining us at 8.15. So you're after this show here tonight, you're going to want to stick around because Lance Moore will be joining us in about 15 minutes after our show. So a lot that we're getting into tonight, a lot of things that are going on. So it's going to be really, really fun. LGZ is in the building. He says, let go. Skipper Tally says, let's go. Um, Bryce sends us some stars via super or via Facebook. We appreciate that. Uh, Darren says, we should be in Omaha, dang it. 2023, here we come. Well, if Jay Johnson continues to recruit the way that he's doing, that very well, very, very well could be. Uh, Kenny says, are you ready, Tigers? Are you ready? Chris English, Sherry, Barry all say, let's go. So let's go. Let's do this thing. Let's do this, man. Crying Belly, who I argue, who I have more arguments and discussions with on Twitter spaces more than anybody in this LSU fan base says must mean Jordan Thompson's going to second or it can mean he's going to third unless do guys does something. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really do believe that he's moving to third. Stefan says I'm digging the belief hat. Yeah. Go to their store. Um, let them know that AYS sent you on by. Maybe I get a little bit of cut of that. What y'all think? Y'all think I should get a little bit of a cut on that? Uh, Marky Anderson, yeah, Pooh and, and LGZ got uh, got that for us. I, pr I appreciate it. Uh, Trey Patton says, live. Oh, hi tidy, gosh almighty, who the heck are we? Hey, flim, flam, bim, bam, you don't give a damn. The Ole Miss fighting rappers. They're hot, though. They're hot. They're hotter than Lane Kiffin on a terminal exit. They are hotter than the strippers at Lane Kiffin's bachelor party. They are hotter than Lane Kiffin's Twitter when he mentions LSU. 
Too far. Pooh Bear, too far about Lane Kiffin and the strippers? I mean, we're not even 10 minutes into the show, and we already got a stripper reference. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. I listened to me some T-Pain today. She, you know, when he hits that she bob and she roll and she ride in that pole, I start screaming, I'm in love with a stripper. Is a dancer now? Dancer, I think, is the PC term. Uh, Jordan says, as promised, I'm skipping tonight's visit with my kids. <laughs> To catch the show, Blake, I told you I wouldn't let you down. Well, Jordan, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I um, I think your children are more important. I think your children are much, much more important. Pooh Bear says exotic ballet dancers need love too. Well, I mean. I mean. Uh, Brody Dupree says, would have liked a commitment from a pitcher today. Who said you didn't get it? We'll talk on Christian in the recruiting uh, tidbit. Um, Crying Belly says, update on Garrett Dellinger and Kayshawn Booty. I'll give that right after the break. We'll do that right after the break. We can, we can touch on that crying. All right. Let's get this thing rolling, though, y'all. Everybody do us a favor and hitting the like and share. So many of you are watching us on Facebook Live right now. In living color, do us a favor, guys. There's two, three, four thousand of you a night watching at middle, at, at around average of eighteen to twenty five minutes per show on Facebook. That means majority of you are catching the beginning of the show. Do us a favor right now, all of you. Hit that like button. Hit that share. Share to some Facebook groups. Share to all of your social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate you doing that. If you're following us on YouTube, if you're listening to us on YouTube, I should say, subscribe, hit that notification bell. We greatly appreciate you doing that as well. If you're listening to us on XM Radio or you're listening to us on anywhere that you listen to podcasts, rate, review, subscribe there as well. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Okay, Pooh Bear is telling me we got to pay some bills around this thing, so let's do that. I got to do what Pooh Bear tells me to do. Let's talk about our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons and BetOnline. .ag. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 15. We got a lot to talk about with Brian Kelly and this new staff. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use betonline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Varno & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno & Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard, give them a call at 225-664-9992, 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. sent you on by. 
I think you guys are going to get me canceled. Uh, not stripping. It's called a single mom fundraiser. Chris English says, got a real good feeling. Oh, about Gray. Yeah, uh, Christian Gray. Um, Brian says, hashtag support single mothers. Why they got to be single? A girl from my local high school <laughs> was married with a 401k plan. <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking. Shout out to the mansion in St. Helena. But never <laughs> nevertheless, she was married for like three kids. 401k plan. This girl goes like on Facebook and talks about Roth IRAs and shit. <laughs> Non-taxable funds. I mean, compounding interest. Hey, man, I, I ain't <laughs> the world we live in, boy. But, hey, good on them. Good on them. Uh, let me get back up here to Crying Belly's um, question. I must have missed it or I can't find it. Oh, let's start off with this, though, because I think we've gotten this question a lot in the DMs. And I think in the comments, too, Pooh, I, I don't really remember. But update on, update on Garrett Dellinger. And Kayshawn Booty. Look, I think Kayshawn Booty, this is just my opinion. Now, whether some people believe or agree with it is up to you. It's of my opinion that Kayshawn Booty doesn't have a choice. This isn't Jamar Chase 2020, the COVID year. This isn't Micah Parsons. You can make the argument for Derek Stingley, but Derek Stingley has a full season of production under his belt in 2019, and then he's drafted third overall to the Houston Texans. I still do believe because of the receiving core coming out in this year's draft, next year's draft, Kayshawn's got to go out there and, and, and put more tape on film, more things and production on film, in my opinion. In my opinion. It's of my opinion that it, it, right now, and it, it would seem that it's of some others' opinions as well, Kayshawn's got to put a full season together. Um. I, Kayshawn's going to play. Kayshawn's got to play. I think Kay, no matter what Kayshawn does, no, though, I think he's still a first-round pick. But if he wants to get into that top 10, top 15 discussion, he's going to have to put a full season. Guys, we haven't seen him play a full season yet. We saw him the later ends of 2020. We saw him the later ends. Um, I, I mean, the beginning ends of, of 2021. We haven't seen him put a full year of production. And what does that look like from Kayshawn? Kayshawn can make himself a top five pick like we saw Jamar Chase do if he if he progresses and does a lot of things well. Garrett Dellinger, I'm hearing he's fine. He'll be fine. Some arguments are that they might want to move him over to right tackle because uh, LSU doesn't necessarily feel completely comfortable with what they have at that position. Um, I would try. I would see what he can do at center. No disrespect to Charles Turner, uh, but that's what I would do. Uh, Chris English says, Blake and Pooh, did either one of you watch Anderson's official visit video? No. So let's talk on that. Let's talk on that very, very, very quickly. If you missed it, uh, the Marquis Anderson, uh, a young man out of South Carolina, him and his dad, pretty much chronicalized their entire, entire official visit to LSU. I didn't catch all of it. I didn't have the time to sit there for an hour and watch all of it, but we will. No, sir. Go find your mom. Now, I didn't have the the time to go watch it all, but I did watch 
If you're wondering, that's my son, Ben. We're still transitioning into the new studio. <laughs> he likes to come and look himself on camera. Regardless, regardless, there were multiple things, though, in that video. If you haven't seen it, I'm sure we can find you the link if you absolutely want it and you want to go watch it. The biggest thing for me is this. and something that I think that we can put to rest. And we've had the evidence before. Guys, LSU football and LSU athletics under Brian Kelly, at least in this first year, guys, they have to spread the ball offensively. They have to go out there and spread the ball to Brian Thomas, who I'm hearing is coming on really strong this offseason and this summer. Kayshawn Bouti, who we just mentioned. Jack Besh, Chris Hilton, uh, Kayshawn, I mean, I said Kayshawn, uh, Jare Jenkins, et cetera, whoever the target may be. John Emery, Goodwin out, out of the backfield. Whoever it is. Guys, this rem this makes me remember and go back and watch Brian Kelly games while at Cincinnati like I did today. And, and I think Brian Kelly already kind of told us a lot of what he wants his offense to look like, not only by hiring Mike Denbrock, but, guys, we LSU has a tight end issue. You have Jack Mashburn. You have Cole Taylor. I get that you have the Taylor Mason Taylor kid but I'm not necessarily expecting him to come in as a freshman and start and contribute automatically. But LSU had a chance, a really good chance, to go into the transfer portal and get a tight end. Why didn't they do that? If you want to run a 12-personal set, if you want to run a two-tight end set, guys, LSU is probably and more than likely not going to want to go on the field with Jack Mashburn and Cole Taylor a lot, unless it's a short short distance type of situation, you're going to want to get if you're if you're putting Mashburn and you're putting uh, Cole Taylor on the field at the same time, that means you're taking off a Jack Besh, a Malik Neighbors, a Brian Thomas, a Dre Jenkins, hell, and maybe very rare circumstances a Kayshawn Booty. I think Brian Kelly saw. Over the last couple of seasons, and he's talked, I think he talked with Jacques Doucet a little bit about what he saw LSU do in 19. Why would I take them off the field? Now, I know that Brad Davis and others were the ones mentioning a lot of the spread concepts and what they want to do on the offensive line. Guys, even the philosophy and the the philosophy and scheme that LSU is wanting to do and LSU's wanting to run is purely based off of spread concepts purely based off of RPO concepts. If it is based off solely off of RPO concept, if, if it is that you want to pull it and run, if it is the Jane Daniels touchdown run in the spring game, when you have trips left and Cole Taylor's in the slot and you have a zone read and a small, a small, I, I, it's not really a bubble screen, but a flat screen. And Jane Daniels can pull it, and run, give it, or throw it to Cole Taylor for a touchdown. That to me, that to me is more of what LSU wants to accomplish. We saw a couple, two that I remember vividly of Garrett Nussmeyer running RPOs, not really any from Miles Brennan. I'm, I love that. And, I think, and as we've seen from Brian Kelly, since his tenure started at LSU, the narrative that we believed on him isn't necessarily true. I've begged, I've pleaded, 
I've asked a lot of you to go and watch a lot of Notre Dame film. Guys, you're gonna have to you're going to have to explain to me. I get that Notre Dame threw the, the tight ends a lot, but that's mainly because they were their best receiving weapon majority of the time. I will say this. I think Will Fuller, I think Chase Claypool, I think they're really good wide receivers. They aren't Kayshawn Booty. They are not Jamar Chase. They are not Justin Jefferson. They are not Odell. They are not Jarvis. Some statistically, some statistically could make the argument Man, really and truthfully, they might be in the same realm as as Russell Gage from a statistical standpoint. So if you want to know what BK is cooking up, what is he putting in his gumbo? Speed and spread. Remember the two S's. And I'm not talking, (laughs) maybe that's a bad thing, but S and S, speed and spread or spread and speed. And I'm not talking about meth when I say speed. I love it. I went back uh, and watched today, Pooh Bear, the 17, 20-minute highlight of Cincinnati versus Bama. Guys, y'all got to go watch it. Pete Golding got picked. (coughs) Excuse me. Pete Golding and Nick Saban, after a month, got picked apart. They got picked apart. Misses in the end zone, drops in the end zone. Desmond Ritter was a duck on one. I heard Prue Bear say this on the Golden Booth the other night. Us fat dudes do this a lot, too. We might be calm on the surface, but underneath the water, our feet's going 90 90 miles an hour, and that was Desmond Ritter versus Alabama. He still had wide-open receivers that he either missed or that they did not catch the football. And I'm talking about being dialed up and open. This gives me all the confidence in the world, guys and girls, that for the first time, maybe, and I was going to say lean a little bit more offensively, but even under Aranda, I felt this way. I know the defense had their struggles in 19, but I knew you weren't going to out X and O Dave Aranda. Guys, we're not going to get out X and O'd here. God, does that feel good? We had an argument today in one of these um, Twitter groups or whatever you whatever you call it and about Bo Pelini a couple seasons ago. Now that we can take the 5,000-foot the view, why did things not change in 2020 to 2021, eight games into the season, until Orgeron just let Durante Jones do whatever the hell he wanted to do? How much was it on Bo versus was it his Ed? Pretty sure, Ed, you know, when you have two seasons of the same thing, you can make the argument, you can make the argument that was a lot on Ed. I like this from Rico. He says, we're going to get Will Anderson. Sounds good. Sounds good. So does everybody else. But Will Anderson doesn't stop you from scoring points. You can ask that to Georgia. Will Anderson doesn't – look, you can come up with game plans. All right, let's get to a couple comments um, here. 
Let me try to continue to find some of these. But Jack Pineda, LSU's new starting shortstop, will be joining us in about six minutes. But Ant Marshall says, hashtag make small podcasts great again. People are going to think that we're Trump supporters. That's not what that means. I'm not getting political, guys. It's a joke, man. Pooh, I got hit on that one, too, last night. Uh, the Golden Boot says, small podcast versus everybody. Somebody put that on a damn shirt. We're selling that thing at length. Jeff Futch says, hashtag ask Blake, with Jack Besh more than likely lining up in the, as a slot receiver, and with his blocking skills, does it somewhat cover up a weakness at tight end? It could, and I agree with Carter. I don't know if Carter said this in Twitter spaces last night or he said this on this show. Guys, the wide receiver room last year when it came to run blocking was ass. They they were not good. You have to be able to find – guys, it's not just a five offensive lineman or a six guy as a tight end that you're when you're doing these run blocking schemes that busts a long run open for you. You know what the great thing about Jamar Chase was in 2019? Go back and watch Clemson. Go back and watch Arkansas. Go back and watch Alabama. Jamar Chase not only will put eight catches, 167 yards, and two touchdowns up on your ass, he will also run you flat over. Get in that man's grill. It's Rocky for Apollo. Well, it's Rocky Apollo. Uh, Rocky four. Right after Apollo dies, and we're in Russia, and we're training. Hearts on fire. I know all 300 of you listening to us live right now don't want to listen to my fat ass singing, but it's true. Boy, that was country. I sounded like Chris on that one. It's true. Uh, Chris English says, shortstop transfer um, has a really good uh, fielding percentage. Yeah, he does. Jack Pineda, man, really good. Going to be joining us in four minutes. And I think Pooh Bear just told me that he's in here. I'm jacked up about Jack. Somebody put it on a shirt. <laughs> All right, a couple more. We'll, we'll get to Jack. Pooh Bear, put that shit on a shirt. Hashtag NIL. 100% of proceedings go to Jack. <laughs> Jack, if you're listening, put that shit on a shirt. Uh, KJ says, yep, agree with the move with Dellinger to center. He's got a bit more mass than Turner Pauls. I think Turner is a bit light in my opinion. Um, needs a big offseason. Need a big offseason. Uh-oh. Jack is in the building. All right. One more, and then we're getting into it, uh, to the conversation with him. And Marshall says, the Golden Boot Pod already put it on a shirt. <laughs> True. True. I lied. One more. Rick says, Blake, how do we join the Golden Boot Podcast? Can we drop a link? There you go, Pooh. It's your time to shine. All right. Let's do this. Let's pay these bills right quickly. Let's go to a commercial break. LSU's new shortstop, Jack Pineda, joins us in about a minute and a half. But let's talk about our good friend, Carol Foss, over at State Farm and our good friends over the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Guys, we'll be back in a minute 30 with your new starting shortstop. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Foss, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with the great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. 
Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell them your good friend Blake Rafino at AYS sent you on by. All right, we are now joined by LSU's new shortstop, Jack Pineda. Jack, what's going on, man? How are you doing tonight? How's it going? Thank you for having me. Oh, man, we're blessed to have you. It's good to have you here with us. Look, man, there's so many places we can go, and there's so many places we can start here. Obviously, I just want to start off with the biggest one. Man, you you announced uh, later, or this couple days ago, that you were going to be transferring to LSU. Man, take our listeners there. I, I mean, Jay Johnson, LSU baseball, how did all this come about, and, and why did you choose LSU as your as your new home? Um, I mean, first off, the two things that I really looked for, the biggest thing that I looked for when, when picking a school was I wanted to be at a place where uh, we were going to go to Omaha, and that was kind of the expectation. Um, LSU is that place. I think that, you know, Alec Box is the mecca of college baseball, and that was something that I want to be a part of. And then just kind of getting to know Coach Johnson and, and developing a relationship with him, uh, it was where I wanted to be. So Coach Jay is known as a really elite recruiter, really great hitting coach. Did that – like, what did, did Jay say something? And I know that you don't have to get into great detail. Mm-hmm. But was there something that Jay focused on with you – that made you want to take that transition and make that leap for LSU? Was there one selling point that Jay uh, came home with? I mean, I could just tell how bad he wanted me um, and how how important it was for – or how big of a piece I could be for this team. And and then the way that the guys were and him telling me about the team and, and the guys on the team, it was something that I really just wanted to be a part of. And then um, – going there and seeing the campus, seeing the field and, and interacting with some of Tiger Nation, it was uh, it was the obvious choice. Well, I got to admit, you do have Tiger Nation really fired up, okay? I mean, look, LSU is, like you said, the makeup of college baseball as Arkansas is currently beating Auburn in the College World Series. We hope to see you there in the Tigers uh, next season. Um, let me ask you this. I, through the grapevine, I heard that you had a very unique relationship with former LSU shortstop Alex Bregman from the same hometown and things like that. You know, look, we're a bigger podcast, but we have our sourcing. Uh, did Alex say anything to you in this process? Like, hey, man, you're going to go there. You're going to take my number. You're going you're gonna to live the legacy. Albuquerque, stand up. Was there anything like that going on? Um, not, not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think that LSU kind of speaks for itself in that aspect. And um, 
definitely hearing stories of him and, and the love that he got uh, while he was there and how they just embraced him um, certainly helped. Uh, but he kind of let me focus and make my own decision. And I think he was pretty pumped with my decision. Oh, well, look, I can only imagine. We need a Will Stout video of your recruitment. You know, like, tell <laughs> Alex, let, give us Will for about an hour. Uh, we got to get on it. Absolutely. LSU new shortstop Jack Pineda is our guest. You can follow him on Twitter. We'll let you know where you can get all of his stuff and go follow him and, and all that fantastic stuff. Uh, Jack, you played LSU this year, and I'm pretty sure it was in the Shriners Classic. You hit a ball, if I'm not mistaken, that still hasn't landed yet. Thank you so much for that. Um, but was there something that, you know, when you went in this process, was LSU always one of your top schools that you wanted to, to be at? And who did it come down to besides LSU, uh, in this decision for you? Um, yeah, so really blessed in the process and, uh, LSU was at the top of the list and, uh, I made my decision between LSU and the university of Texas pretty much. Um, that's the final two that it came down to. And um, Coach Johnson was the first one to call me when I entered the transfer portal. And uh, we developed a really deep relationship, I felt like. And he also, uh, he recruited me a little bit coming out of junior college when he was at Arizona. So uh, we had already kind of had that, those ties a little bit. Uh, Jordan, I don't want to put you in, any, in, a, in a tough spot, but it's just kind of a little bit of reality. Look, there's six teams – or what will be six, Texas and Oklahoma included, from the SEC, they're in the College World Series. Some believe it's the best conference when it comes to college baseball. Coming to the SEC, was that a big determining factor for you in that and being in this conference? Yes and no. I mean, at the end of the day, you've seen it, uh, and you're seeing it right now. There, there's four SEC teams in the – in the College World Series, and it goes beyond just the SEC. Yes, we want to win the SEC and, and stuff like that, but at the end of the day, it's to, to win a national championship, and I think the SEC prepares you for that, uh, but it wasn't kind of a, a huge factor uh, in my decision. Jack, the funny thing in all of this, right, is that LSU baseball is trying to get back there, and you could be a key piece in doing that. Um where do you feel like your game will help LSU? Look, we can watch the film. We can watch the amazing throw that you had from second to home a season ago and all the great highlights. But to you telling our viewers, what do you feel like – how do you feel like you can contribute to this team day one? Yeah, I think that – well, first off, just I want to lead by example. Um, you know, being in college baseball, being a, the experience, I kind of, um, you know, want to – have that leadership role, um, but that's earned. And so uh, it's just kind of getting in day one and, and doing all the stuff right. Um, as far as play goes, I think I'm a guy that just is going to help. It's just going to help the team win in so many different ways, uh, whether it's, you know, something little like moving a guy or scoring a guy, moving a guy over with nobody out um, and getting him to third with less than two outs or, um, a down angle read, a pickoff, th throwing behind a runner, something like that. And then, you know, hopefully uh, sometimes it, it comes down to a big hit too, like the one in Houston. So <laughs> sorry about that. But 
look forward to doing that in a tiger uniform. Yeah, you're not forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing. You with can you. forgive me in Omaha next year. Hey, listen, I will print the shirts with your face with your face on it right now. Okay, <laughs> I'll do it right now. Uh, Jack, a couple more. You've been fantastic uh, here with us. Look, LSU does have a lot of key pieces returning. Dylan Cruz, Gavin Dugas, Trey Morgan. Um, are you familiar with any of the guys that are on the team currently? I know that a lot of you guys go and play summer ball, and I know the Team USA, all these different things. Uh, but do you have any connection with the guys that are currently on the team right now? Uh, not really. Um, I, uh, I'm fans of them. I mean, I'm their <laughs> peers, and I'm fans of them. That's kind of how good they are. And um, really looking forward to being teammates with them. But uh, kind of just playing against them, that's been my biggest connection with them. A couple more, and we'll get to some of these fan questions that are piling in here. Uh, I hope you say Derek Jeter on this one, but I'm not going to persuade, or Alex Bregman, whichever one. Is there anybody that you try to model your game after, though, like somebody that you just watch consistently? Like for me, I, I, I got to be honest, I, I'm a Tony Gwynn homer. You know, Tony Gwynn walked on water uh -huh. for me. But is there anybody for you uh, that you like to model your game after? Um, yeah, I think that – Jeter's kind of a, that, that good example. I just, I just kind of like his leadership and in, in the consistency aspect of him. You kind of always knew what what you were going to get from him each day you went to the yard. And that's something that I pride myself on a lot is is the consistency aspect. And, and um, you know, the way Alex works uh, and the way he goes about it is, is something that is really cool. And I try and model that, that work ethic. And I get to see it uh, a little bit closer behind the scenes uh just being a little bit being friends with him um but that's something that i definitely try and uh model my game are do you pick his brain a lot if if really any like you know i i remember and i don't know if you remember the great todd walker but you know great lsu baseball legend yeah. i remember todd walker taking bp okay fastball outside he'd say yeah that's going to the 365 yank <laughs> Then he would pull one. Yeah, didn't get all of that one. Like mid-swing, you know, like mm -hmm. it's amazing to me to listen to, to hear some of these guys. Do you ever pick his brain? And if so, what are some of the things that – the small things that Bregman's able or whoever is able to help you out on? I think for him it's just uh, – I touched on it a little bit, but the, the consistency and the pitch selection and um, the way he goes about it too is something that I really admire. Um and how he just gets in the game and he's done it so much in practice that and and when you watch Alex it's kind of like every ball that he sees in the in the uh in the box he's already practiced it and so right. <laughs> uh him going after that and that's just kind of where that work ethic comes where where it's just the game it just happens because it's what you do um and then it's fun to pick his brain about the game, especially as he's gotten older. Uh, you know, when he was a little bit younger, he was just kind of a go out there and play. And <laughs> as he's gotten older, he's a little bit more analytical. And so the conversations that I'm having with him, uh, I haven't had those. You know, I didn't have those with him five or even ten years ago. That's so wild. That's so wild. All right, let's get to three of these questions for you very quickly. Jeff Futch says, hashtag Ask Jack, how excited are you to learn from one of the best offensive minds in college baseball and Jay Johnson? I'm super excited. I'm really excited to to work with him and, and see the improvements that he can make in my game. But I think I'm more excited to just kind of be at 
part of that Tiger offense. I think that that's going to do a lot of damage and, and keep some pitchers in the SEC up at night. Well, listen, you're making me excited, man. I'm just letting, I'm letting you know. I'm about to go create a player on MLB The Show named Jack Pineda. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Uh, Wade McBride says, hashtag AskGate. Game day. This is a good question. Game day bill. Is it a flat bill or is it a curve bill? I'm kind of in between a little bit. You know, not totally flat, but uh, maybe a little bit more curved than what I got on right now. But but uh, more on the flatter side, I would say. I See, you know, look, you can't really go wrong. If it looks good on you, you know what I mean? Like, you can pull off whatever you do. You know, I remember Kramer Robertson, the cleats, right? Like, dude had a different pair of cleats every week. I mean, they were goofy as hell, some of them. Some of them were fire, but that's just, you know, the way that you portray your art uh, and things like that. One last one. We'll get you out of here. Holden Lee says, what's the walkout song? Oh, that's a good question. So uh, last year I started off with um, the Scots by Travis Scott, and it uh, got off to a little bit of a slow start. So I changed it to to First Class by Jack Harlow when it first came out, and the fans kind of liked it. Everyone kind of liked it, and then it got old really fast i think it was one of those songs that got songs that got really popular and, and people overplayed them and then they got annoying but i was hitting well so i definitely wasn't going to change it <laughs> well listen I, I tell you what uh my son ben he's only three but his walkout song will be stunning like my daddy i, I from my little way i'm just gonna say that jack man you've been absolutely fantastic i, I greatly appreciate you joining us uh here tonight you could follow jack on twitter at one Jack Pineda, that's at one Jack Pineda. Jack, anything else uh, did you want to send to the Tiger fans before we get you out of here? I just want to say thank you. Um, the welcome that I received from from Tiger Nation was uh, awesome, and uh, I'm really looking forward to to donning the purple and gold. We're, hey, we'll have you on again so. soon, man. As soon, especially awesome. during the fall. And it's good talking to you, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for having me. All right, that's Jack Pineda, LSU's new shortstop. Great, fantastic. Fantastic, man. Kids, you can tell the kid's going to be an all-star. I kind of want to ask him for his autograph right there. Pooh, you know me in autographs. I wanted the young man's autograph. I didn't get to, to, to Ann's question, though, but it's kind of redundant because who really is a Dodgers fan? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> people from the 318? We don't we we don't rock that here, Mister. We don't rock that here at all. Dodgers, poo. This man said Dodgers. Psh. Yeah, right, pal. Uh, Seven says also an interview like always. Thank you, man. Um, Kristen says thanks to Jack and welcome to Tiger Nation. Excited to have you. Jordan says, "All right, Blake. Which two QBs you liking this rates are down to, and which would you lean to?" All right, we'll do this, <laughs> bro. And always be telling me to watch my mouth. All right. All right. Uh, Pooh Bear says, so people in Arkansas are dodging. Damn, dog. Damn, son. It's messed up, but it's true. It's true. All right. We'll talk. We'll finish up. We'll wrap up this show in talking a little bit of recruiting. If you have some questions, fire them in there. Hashtag ask Blake. We'll get to as many of them as we can. We'll talk some recruiting. I'll answer uh, uh, Jordan, I think. Uh, Jordan's question, I think it was. Was it Jordan's? Isn't it Jordan with that question? 
Yeah, Jordan's question when we return. But let's do this. Let's pay some bills. Let's talk about our good friends over at Graham Co. But before we do that, got to talk about my good friend, uh, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. Guys, interest rates are climbing. And you got to figure out if you're buying a new home or you're trying to sell a new home, you need a loan officer like John Patton that can manage and get you through all of these times. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing a cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with him today at 225-614-1234. Tell him Blake Rafino since you on by. All right, let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco. Back in a minute. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays anniversaries and everyday use gramco is hemp derived and completely legal inside as the state of louisiana no medical card is needed and shipping is very discreet you must be 21 years older to order again that's thegramco.com use that promo code ays25 Pooh bears telling chris english that that's too high what's too high Pooh? What is too high? Chris Ingram says someone released a top uh, a list of top 23 quarterbacks and Arch was third. Look, I, I, I'll say this on Arch, and I know, that we, I, I know that we talk about this a lot and at great length. My things with Arch are that he's not the number one player in the country. I still believe he's a top 50 to 75 player in the country. Like, I, I still do believe that. Right? Like, I'm not <laughs> – I'm not going to get him out of the top 100 if you're asking me. Um, but I can see him being third in this class. Dante Moore, Rashada, Nelson, Holstein even. Uh, a lot of really talented quarterbacks um, in this class. Um, so, look, Jordan asked me this question, and, I know, and this really sparked off. And let me say this, too. We had some very racist comments in our show last night. After the show was over with, dog, I swear on everything, I will expose the shit out of you if you make a racist comment. 10,000 on Facebook, 10,000 on Twitter. I will expose the shit out of you. If you are a racist, bigot, piece of shit, unsubscribe, unfollow, all of that, and I will expose the shit out of you. Anyway... The reason I say this is because it sparked the question last night that we talked about with Carter. Uh, Jordan says, all right, Blake, which two QBs do you think the race comes down to and which would you lean towards? I don't lean towards any one of them, really. Um, right now, if you had to ask me, I feel as if that it's going to be between Jaden or Garrett, but I don't know how confident I am in that. Really and truthfully, I think Jaden, with what LSU may want to do, makes a lot of sense to me with RPOs, zone reads, 
Mike Denbrock making ad-lib comments uh, about wanting to run the football consistently and a lot. I still believe, though, if you go back and watch that spring game, and I'm not putting every all of my chips into a spring game, guys, Garrett made some very boneheaded decisions, passes that should have been intercepted, and you know what coverage that this LSU team is in. They only ran, which BK, I don't want to say he lied, but they did run two coverages, but they only ran the second coverage once in a cover two type of scenario. But they ran man-to-man with a cover two shell or a cover two on top. Both safeties kind of bailing out. Some of them may be staying in the box consider, depending on the formation. Regardless, it was man-to-man the entire game. Um. Still making some decisions that I think I really scratched my head on. Um, I think it's going to come down to whoever can take care of the ball the best. And right now, right now, I do believe that it will be one of those two, but you can't count out miles, man. God bless him. Um, Chance Babin says, hashtag ask Blake, doesn't it seem like Nuss has the locker room one? I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. You know, people talk about that because of an article that's written an article that's out there but that doesn't always dictate or determine who is winning the locker room guys Joe wasn't really winning the locker room in his first offseason either when he's getting in fights with Devin White he's getting in fights with Patrick Queen and they're going full street fighter right like hi you again Sonic boom Joe wasn't really making a lot of friends, but if you got in Joe's face, he'd hit you with that one-two uppercut. Pop, pop. Why he tried to fight Devin White is beyond me. He got clapped. (laughs) I love Joe Burrow to death, but you don't. The man's biceps are basketball size. Joe, don't mess with Devin White. But that's my thing. Let me talk about this with the recruiting, though, too. Um, giving a little update. If you missed it, we kind of, I don't want to say we're the first ones to talk about it or the first ones to mention it or break the news or whatever. <laughs> Christian Little is a pitcher from Vanderbilt that went in the portal. He was 17. Uh, uh, he was, I think he came in at 17. As an 18-year-old young man, pitched in the College World Series a season ago, went into the transfer portal. He's on campus right now. One person I trust very much says that he thinks it's LSU's game to lose um and look kind of with what we just heard from jack right jay johnson's out there recruiting his ass off you get a guy like christian little who's still a 19 year old sophomore really or, or, or junior would it be 19 year old junior guys he's a young young man i from picking up from people at vandy He wanted to be a starter. Tim Corbin didn't think he was ready, and he went to the transfer portal. With all that being said, guys, Christian Little, if he was on your team a season ago, he starts on Friday night. Bottom line, did he have some moments of inconsistency? Sure. Name Name a starting pitcher last year that had consistency for LSU. Name them. Please, sweet God. You know what's interesting, though, Pooh Bear? Did you know that LSU was 35th in the country in ERA? 35th. Uh Uh-oh. We got a bot. We got a bot. 
Ew, ew. <laughs> Somebody in the chat botting their ass off. I got him. But Christian Gray, Jack Pineda, you got to be able to, you got to be able to go out there and, and recruit in the portal to get yourself over the top. Guys, Texas A&M beat Notre Dame today. They have not nine new guys that are key contributors for that team. Nine. I th guys, the more and more, whether it be baseball, football, et cetera, you got to go get some key pieces out of the portal to win a natty. Bama's doing it. Clemson's done it uh, sparingly. Ohio State's done it. USC's doing it. I think USC's going to win the Pac-12. And I'm going to tell you this, too. Everybody's sleeping on uh, little old Dabo. Shit. Y'all can sleep on Dabo if y'all want to. I'm not. Uh, football recruiting. So, Jackson Howard is on campus. He is being recruited for the Jack position. Uh, look, I think Jamar came is sitting very, very good right now. I think that LSU's got to start closing on some of these defensive linemen, though. If there is one thing that I would say, I think Jamar Kane will do that. But you have some big pieces on campus. Guys, I think July is going to be very busy. In my humble opinion, I think it's going to be very, very, very busy. And if, it's, if that's the case, then fantastic. But of my opinion, LSU's got to – guys, LSU's just going to have to recruit nationally. And you're going to have to chalk up this this recruiting class. And, and I still think that LSU gets their fair share of guys inside the state. But I think LSU is going to be recruiting a little bit more nationally than we're, than we're used to seeing. And I don't know if that's just because relationships were tarnished. But, you know, like this whole thing with Derek Williams. And, you know, I, I have people and you know people. Uh, that hopefully may be talking to Derek Williams publicly very soon. Um, with that being said, you know, all I heard about the Derek Williams recruitment was, well, Corey Raymond left, so LSU fell behind, and LSU was behind the eight ball. Well, then why in the Rudy Pooh hell is Derek Williams not trending towards Florida? Why is he not going on official or unofficial visits at Florida if it was all about Corey Raymond? Don't let these BS excuses get to you, man, because they're like booty holes. Everybody's got one. Uh, Anthony says Clemson's schedule is a lot easier this year. Yes, and that's why I think that they're going to make the playoff. Uh, Jordan says, I can, can't tell the difference between bots and Notre Dame fans anymore. It's very true. God, it's so true. KMC says, Joe was out there wrestling T.J. Watt. He don't care. <laughs> I, look, just because Joe does something doesn't mean it make, does not make it intelligent. Does not make it intelligent. Uh, Walker White, Trey Patton says, yep. Ray Wood, Joe Bear says, I agree with you, Blake. Uh, on the two quarterback race. Yep. Justin LaGrange says Dabo is waiting for Saban to retire. He's going to take the Bama job. I don't know, man. I don't know. He's building something at Clemson. Why would he leave? And especially, why would he want to be in that shadow? 
Like I, I don't know why he would want to be in that in that shadow. Doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to me. Why he would want to be in that shadow. All right, a couple more, and then we'll get out on out here. Lance Moore joining us at 8.15 on the Believe in Saints podcast. That will be right after uh, this show. So former LSU, uh, former LSU, former Saints wide receiver and uh, ha- Saints Hall of Famer and their Hall of Fame, a ring of honor. Lance Moore will be joining us at 8.15, so we'll be getting out of here in just a second. But Rob Boudreaux says we need to get these guys some NIL deals with fuel companies maybe that can get them <laughs> here with those kinds of prices yeah uh Pooh bear says sources <laughs> all right well let's bring Pooh bear up Pooh bear what are the sources that you are alleging Bama fans don't want Dabo. <laughs> they don't want Dabo anymore. They are over that. Um, the butt whoopings he's put on them and stuff. Yeah, they they are they're past that. That that love for Dabo is long sailed. Is it because Dabo's been kicking their ass? Yes, that's exactly why. Um, yeah. Look, yeah, so. Pooh, listen, my sleeper team. And I don't even think they're a sleeper. If DJ Ugalale is above average, they're mm-hmm. going to freaking run through their schedule. And look, mm. you can't say, you cannot say that they don't have talent. That defensive line is disgustingly good. Disgustingly good. Y'all can sleep on that man if y'all want to. My fat ass ain't. I, I, I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see um, how good they're going to be. I think they'll be good, just simply out of you know the ACC is is, is pretty much down, um, at least according to last year and the year previous. Um, I'm waiting to see how they do with um, replacing both um, coordinators. coordinators. Yeah, so that's going to be that's going to be interesting. So. Sometimes I think you need to change, man. Sometimes I think you mm-hmm. need to change. Look. Brian Kelly went four and eight and fired his complete staff. The next five seasons, he won 10 games at minimum. Sometimes, I think Tony Elliott's a good coach. He went to Virginia. Let's see what he does. But sometimes you need a change, and and, and that's fine. Uh, Pooh Bear. Yes, sir. What did I miss? Did I, did I call Jack Jordan sometimes? Did I say? I think I said it once. On uh, I, I, I didn't hear it. Yeah, um, I didn't, I but didn't. then again, I was... I was too busy reading through some of these, parsing through these comments. Uh, I want y'all to know the things y'all say are hilarious, but I we I can't put them up in good faith because it's gonna, you know. like what? I, I can't. Like what? What can you um, say? Um, I don't know who said it, but uh, as long as he doesn't make eighteen errors, it's a step up. I can't. I'm not going to put that up. There. Right. I understand. It's true. It's funny, but I can't put that. Up. Well, you know oh what's God. funny about Jordan Thompson? The last 11 he won, he won 14 th- games, Jordan Thompson only had two errors. Bro, I'm going to tell you something. If it weren't for Jordan and Southern Miss in that first game, you're going to get your ass beat. Look, If I'm not mistaken, uh, if it's not for Jordan Thompson, you get swept during the uh, Shriners Classic. You do. You do. And, and look, he's won. Look, he's won you at least two or three games this year. Look, Jack Pineda hit a ball at the Shriners Classic for Baylor that has not dropped yet. Okay, and yeah. he beat you. So, 
Yeah. Look, I'm telling you, Benny Latino has said it in spaces. He said it in here. Uh, mm -hmm. This team, this recruiting class, is the equivalent of A&M for football. And Pooh Bear, if that's mm. even remotely true, like even even if it's halfway true, and you don't get to yeah. Omaha. Uh, yeah. I like Jay, but damn. Um, Danny says, Blake, you did call him Jordan once, but it was minor. You recovered quickly and said Jack the next sentence. There we go. Okay. Okay. I was probably thinking and about Danny, Danny, Danny is always listening. Trust me. Danny is always <laughs> listening. Hey, man, I ain't saying. And she will report you to the manager. So. I ain't saying shit. See, because other <laughs> other people say stuff, and then I get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, Pooh Bear. Love, what else? Love Anything? you, Danny. How do you want to? How do you want to close this out? What else? What? Uh, uh, let me ask you this: Your Tank Gillery. I've got a good joke, but I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. All right, save it for one, Lance Moore. Um, yeah. Your Tank Gillery interview. Was there anything that he said mm -hmm. on the Gold Boot podcast that you um, that you took away from? Expect this. Expect this year. That defensive line is going to be nasty. They, I, I expect them to be top five. Uh, and, and he just, and when he talked, he he talked strictly interior defensive linemen. Um, so, yeah. I no, no. I, I was just saying you that's can gonna make be. the argument. The three interior guys of Jaqueline Roy, Mason Smith, and Tank mm -hmm. Guillory, outside or arguably with Clemson is the best interior defensive line in the country. But, Pooh, like I said with mm -hmm. Carter last night, when you're giving up 300 rushing yards in a goddamn spring game, listen now, mm -hmm. at some point you got to step up. And I'm not trying to call out Mason Smith, Jaqueline Roy. Hey, go back mm -hmm. and watch that Bama game and watch Jaqueline Roy versus Evan Neal. At times, he, mm -hmm. it, was a, it was a battle. But you got to win majority of those battles to be a first-rounder, dog. That's just – how the yeah. cow eats the cabbage. So don't give yeah. up 300 yards. Yeah, and, and I'll say this. I know we've got to go. Um, I, we've talked to a few few of these kids. Um, the and, and Chris Hilton, uh, Mike Jones, they're ready. That mentality is completely different. Look forward to this year. I talked to one player today. We'll have some news this weekend, and maybe even Thursday we'll mm -hmm. have some other news. They're pissed. Like, oh, yeah. like they're pissed, pissed. And when you get a bunch of 18 or 21-year-olds focused and pissed the fuck off, excuse my language, sorry about that, it's deadly. It's deadly. So let's see what they can do. All right, Lance Moore on the other side. The GOAT, the wide receiver GOAT for the New Orleans Saints. Will we join us at 815? Uh, Go ahead, Pooh. Justin, Justin, it's going to be on YouTube and uh, Facebook, uh, so you will be able to watch. All right, if you're talking about the Gold Boot Pod, that's where you can find. No, it. no, he's talking. He's asking about uh, the the show Believe in Saints. Oh, okay, awesome. He's All asking. right, guys, we'll yeah. see you on fifteen minutes. Mm -hmm. Talk to you soon. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by.
Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.